This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get it? The Bird Show. I think when Mark Twain said this, he was specifically talking to single people, and it was dating advice. Mark Twain? Yeah, Mark Twain. Uh-huh. Never heard of him? I'm, no, I've heard of him. I'm just <laughs> trying to figure out how he's about to fit into the equation. <laughs> because he was the one, the quote is attributed to, that doing the same things over and over and over again and expecting different results is the definition of madness. Pure crazy. That's a Mark Twain quote. It's a Mark Twain quote. I've okay. said it numerous times. Did not know who it was attributed to. I didn't either. I'm not really sure that's a true. Oh, Are you serious? I don't know if that's true I did at all. Google. I thought it was like Albert <laughs> Einstein or something. I think it was Mark Twain. It's all the same. I, said, I can't with you. I think okay. predominantly <laughs> it has been attributed to him. Okay. <laughs> but he was talking about dating, and Abby said. <laughs> he was talking about me specifically, he was actually. specifically to Abby. It's literally Albert it's, Einstein. It's Albert Einstein. It's Albert Einstein. Oh, 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 I caught it. You got it. it. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Well, Mark Twain says, screw him. (laughs) (laughs) He wants that quote. This is the prime example of why we are not in PR. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Speak for yourself. I got this one right. You did. You you crushed the Albert Einstein. This is what happens when you get a degree from the University of Florida. Go Gators. Um, So, yeah, I've been doing, I've been dating the same types of guys and I've been doing different things to try and get outside my comfort zone. I started doing this bingo card for the show that has pushed me so far to date outside my race, my religion, my height preference. And the one I was most nervous about was dating older. Um, Cassie challenged me to date somebody at least 10 years older than me, which would be, oh, that was you? Uh-huh. Oh, I thought, never mind. So, I'm sorry. It's Cassie. okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> she, Cassie would Well, never. I did dad bod, so you're probably going to find that on someone 10 years older anyway. <laughs> it's I, up there. I get writers and philosophers wrong. You get co-hosts. <laughs> It's really just all gets muddled together. And so that for me would be somebody 36 or older. So I changed my age range on all my dating apps. And the one thing that I have discovered through doing that is I think my niche is like guys in their early 30s. Like I Mm -hmm. think that's where I like thrive and am most interested in guys the most. Um, And so I'd been talking to this one guy for a little bit and I was supposed to have a friend come into town this weekend. Long story short, flight got delayed. And so all of a sudden I had a free night and he had asked me out and I thought, you know what? Why not? I'll go out with someone in their 30s. How scary could it be? (laughs) And so... And again, uh, you're 25, 26? 26, 26. yeah, yeah. And I don't, you know, there's like a stigma around the age of 30, you know, turning 30. And so I kind of had a similar feeling about dating somebody in their 30s. What is the stigma? Well, you know, like, it's like officially when you turn old, you know, like... Oh, Well, you don't... 
Like it was. A, I feel like that's a thing with my generation. Like when you turn thirty, it's like, oh, that's when you're an adult. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. It's what I've heard. It's not that so much you're old now. It's you can never be. You can't be like I'm adulting anymore. I'm trying to figure out how to be an adult because you should have it figured out yeah. by now. So it, once you're in your thirties, you're no longer in that between stage yeah. where you can kind of make mistakes and be like, oh, I didn't know adulting. No, you need to like pay your taxes and have insurance <laughs> and all that fun stuff. I do remember gotcha. doing the math when I was like 14 years old. Like, what year is it going to be when I'm 30 <laughs> years old? And it just felt like it was so far in the future. Yeah, and for me, it's four years off. So I really shouldn't feel some type of way about dating a guy who's 32, which is what I did this weekend. And I was like, you know, how different could it be dating a guy who's 32, 33 versus dating a guy who's 25? It turns out there's a pretty big difference. (laughs) And not not in in bad ways. So there was good and bad. Like, for example, uh, when I went out with with the guy this weekend, I didn't notice and could just tell that this guy was a little bit more of a man. He was a little bit more established in himself, his frontal lobe fully developed. Yep. <laughs> There's that bonus. Sometimes when you go out with guys in their 20s, it sort of feels like they're playing dress up as a man. Like they're still sort of shedding off mm-hmm. that fratty exterior. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like getting rid of the baby fat. Yes. <laughs> it's in so, your brain. Yes. <laughs> and so they're doing all the right things, but you sort of, sort of still feel like you're going out with Chad from Sigma Apple Pie. And so what I, <laughs> what I liked about this guy is, you know, he's doing all the things that you want a man to do. So he like opened a door and it just felt very natural. It didn't feel like he had to like think about it first. Like, oh man, opens door. Let me grab it and hold it for for my lady. I feel like there's a level of confidence that comes with anybody who's like older and wiser. You just, you're you're more comfortable in your own skin, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he just had a lot of masculine finesse. But then then there were other things that weren't as good. Like, for example, he didn't really get my Gen Z slang. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to explain to him what a flop era was. <laughs> um, I was just telling him a story. <laughs> about- <laughs> you have to explain it to Mo and I also. Wait, y'all don't wait, know really? what a flop era is? Uh-uh. Like, if you're in your flop era, it means, like, nothing is going your way. Like, okay. Oh, you're like- in a slump. Yes, you're in a slump. Okay. Yeah, there you go. There's the millennial version I lost some of it. Reason behind that one, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, a slump. Um, so I was in my. I had to tell him that a flop era was basically being in your slump era. Okay. Um, which was it was easy to make him laugh because of that. Because then I would make I would say like basic Gen Z words, and he thought it was so funny. I said something about like, oh yeah, that's that's living rent free in my head. He thought it was so clever. <laughs> He's like this Socrates over here just cracking jokes. Are these? I'm sorry. Are these Gen Z things or just? pop culture in general because I feel like I've heard that one forever. Living rent free in my head? Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like that's that one's more common. I, I feel like your one. boy's just a little out of touch. Yeah. So he doesn't have social media. Oh, Zero. Oh. I, I say that's a blow. That is so hot. I know you guys say that's a neg, but I think that's no, a plus. That's no, so I was, I was I so it. turned on. I was like, this is, so, this is amazing. <laughs> um, the other good things was that he had hobbies. He had plans. Like, I feel like... Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> a man no. with hobbies. I, the, you guys, the bar is in hell. Like, yeah. When you're dating a guy who's 20 and the only plan they have for the weekend is to go drinking out with their buddies. Like the fact that this man had a tea time the next day. What? <laughs> he has like a set of clubs that he paid for by himself. It was so hot. Um, okay, and then on on like the bad side, which is a little bit different. And, and so it's good, but it's bad. I felt like he was very eager to commit. Like I started talking about things I was doing like a year from now. Like I have a wedding in March and he's like, oh, let me put that on my calendar. Oh, okay. That's a little... <laughs> but I'm sure that was a joke. No. 
I mean, like mentally, he was like, okay. You could kind of see like the wheels turning. He was like, okay, March. What am I doing in March? <laughs> um, and then the last good thing that I really liked about this guy was, he, again, very established. He's got big boy money. So when he asked me out on a second date, he asked me to go out to a very bougie steakhouse in the area. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of conflicted because I was like, first of all, hello, free nice dinner on a Wednesday. <laughs> like, that's amazing. But also I was like, Ugh, I don't know if I want to, I don't know how I feel about going on a second date that's going to cost a lot of money. I feel like I might be pressured to say yes to a third date. Do I know if I want to go on a third date yet? I don't know. I feel like we should be more casual. Damn, so many but things I, I have to go through your melon. I know. You know what would be super cute is I feel you. I, I used to feel the pressure about men paying for me on dates. Like I felt like I owed them. It was just my own personal weird quirk. Huh. So I would always split. I'd split or I would cover the whole bill. Like there's just, but usually we would just split until we had gone on a few dates and I felt more comfortable. What would be super cute is if you're like, you plan the second date and took him somewhere and whatever. It could be like super low key or it can be as fancy as you want. And then if you're ready for a third date, then you do the steakhouse date. Oh, I love that because I'm all for splitting the bill, but yeah, I can't afford that. No, no, no. (laughs) And and that's weird. If he asked you to a nice steakhouse and you're like, let's split the bill. Like that feels weird. But if you want to get on that even footing if you plan the second date something fun even a picnic whatever y'all are into then I would feel more comfortable on the third date being like all right you can buy me that stick now but do you even want to go out with him again well yeah we're going on a second date okay cool yeah I just don't know just not that place he got that big boy money Kristen of course she's going out again I'm taking, taking him to McDonald's him. yeah tell him you're taking him to a steakish place and take him to five guys <laughs> perfect <laughs> and then he takes you to the nicer steak place yeah. after that love it get it the bird show